I really like them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. These Sonys yeah. are... What's the first thing you notice about them that may be different from your Sennheisers? Um, they're no, heavy. They're heavier for sure. Just audio quality. Oh, audio wise, <laughs> <laughs> they're heavier. <laughs> Ted's uh, head is his neck. I can tell you already have problems. Uh, audio wise, um, does it? I don't know. Is there a, a bass boost in them? I find the opposite. It is so unbelievably tinny. You think so? That I okay. yeah. When I used Audio Technicas, I, mm. I don't even need the fifties. Yeah, you're right. The thirties are fine. And yeah. when I try these Sony's, I'm like, this sounds like garbage. Yeah. It, I mean, maybe that's it's, why it's music... the exact opposite of Beats. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you want more treble? Who doesn't want more treble out of there? I would love if that became you know, a new you know trend. That, you know that hit Megan Trainer song. She's all about that treble. <laughs> yeah, about that, that treble. treble. I would love if that became a new thing to like. <laughs> you install the biggest tweeters in your car that you can oh, find. No. Subwoofers are out, tweeters are in, and like all you hear is like <laughs> piercing sound, like cars going down the street. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, just, oh my god, do I, did I get tinnitus? Oh no, it's one of those cars with the huge tweeters. Yeah, uh, freaking tweeters. <laughs> that's that's going to be the insult. Wolfers too. are out, tweeters are in. Oh, yeah. these freaking tweeters. <laughs> Uh, so, all right. I hope you. I hope you enjoy those Sony's. Welcome to No Hugging, No Learning. <laughs> it's a show about one thing. Watching Seinfeld for the first time. I'm Tim Murphy, and I'm Ted Hollowell. And uh, yeah, we should probably waste as little time as possible oh since uh, we're going to be here for six days. Yeah, ju- just recording. Yeah, this will be a uh, a seven hour podcast. <laughs> this is our first double episode, and we've decided. Wait, there's more to... than one. What do you mean? Is there more than one in the run of the show? Uh, I'm sure there was. Okay. I'm sure there was. I can't think of one offhand because... Hopefully they're much better than this one. Oh, really? Interesting. <laughs> because this is Jerry Seinfeld's favorite episode. Real- yeah. Okay, we'll get yeah. into it. We'll which get into which it. He said that according according to a DVD extra. This is Jerry Seinfeld's favorite episode, The Boyfriend, that we're going to be talking about. Um, but And we're going to do it in two parts. I'm imagining as it aired. I can't find any information. Even on Wikipedia, it shares one Wikipedia page. But The Boyfriend Part 1 and The Boyfriend Part 2 are the way that it, we were... Yeah, it both... Uh, both episodes look like they aired on the same night. I, that's what I'm wondering. But the next why, episode, why would you? I mean, yeah, why would you, uh, unless it was uh, promoted as like a special two part episode? Yeah, uh, what was it? Thursday nights? Thir- Thursday night on NBC? It's a two part. Yeah, and then it starts right uh, after. Sometimes that'll happen. Like you I, know, I definitely. Uh, I mean, and like I said, we'll get into it. Yeah. I definitely think this could have fit into one episode. Yeah, one hour long episode. But or, no, I'm talking one 30 oh, one minute full episode. episode. There, you think there was a lot of filler? Yeah. Um but also the next episode didn't air until 2 weeks later, which yeah. makes me think this was a was week to week. But I but I have no idea. Um if you have any idea, please let us know. We do have a little bit of homework though. Um you uh, we didn't talk about this in the fix up last week, but you've done a little bit of homework, a little bit of extra homework regarding the suicide and uh, that you, the money you put on the line. Um, I just noticed in the Seinfeld subreddit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that there's been some discussion uh, on something we talked about that um, you picked up on that that turned out to be true. Yeah, I I had thought just I, I had a hunch that in syndication Seinfeld was not airing the suicide episode, mm-hmm. and I was right. It turned yep. out. Um, whenever we're recording this, so it would be a week ago. So as you're listening to this episode a week and a half ago, TBS got to the part of season three where we're at now and they just skipped over the suicide. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty crazy because uh, Seinfeld fans and, and they mentioned this in the subreddit when there was a lot of discussion on that episode, uh, the suicide. There's only one episode that we know for a fact has been pulled from rotation by, I guess, the Seinfeld estate or whatever you know, like yeah. by the people who run the show, and that's the Puerto Rican Day Parade, which which is the second to last episode, I think, uh, if not the if not the third to last. And so we're not going to get to that for a while, but. I'm not. I'm not surprised. I, I was, but it's interesting that you picked up on that, and it actually turned out to be true. So I think it's been unofficially pulled, maybe by the people who just own the rights. Like, yeah, like TBS is like, that we'd true. rather not. You can't get in trouble for the episode you don't show. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I actually did find a Vanity Fair article uh, that says here are the two Seinfeld episodes too controversial to air. One is uh, The Gun, which we talked about Oh, before. yeah, which was never even filmed. Yeah. And the other, I'm thinking it wasn't the Puerto Rican Day Parade, but there was one other one. Let mm. me... Um, wow. It was... I can't find the name for it. But this is an unfilmed written script that uh, that met the same fate as The Gun, because The Gun didn't even make it past table read. Exactly. 
Um, uh, but this is a, a clip, or not a clip, an excerpt from the Vanity Fair article. It says, NBC censors pretty much let Jerry Seinfeld and Larry David get away with whatever they wanted on Seinfeld. One of the few exceptions was a proposed episode ah. in which George got in trouble for observing, you know, I've never seen a black person order a salad. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. <it. laughs> yeah. And it, it goes on to say, uh-uh, said NBC. An entire episode on <laughs> masturbation? Fine by yeah, us. Yeah. <laughs> but there will there was there will be no joking about the dietary habits of African Americans on this show. <laughs> the script was thrown out. I wonder what the rest of the episode was about. Was it just that? Like George I, trying I, to find I guess. <laughs> I, I mean That's we, pretty funny. We've seen so many episodes pop up with like just uh going off of one thing that was said. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, what else, what else are they going to say? Uh, I just think it is so completely unbelievably ridiculous. And I think people are watching it and pulling it apart for all the wrong reasons. I just find it hilarious that people are trying to arrest us for doing the opposite of what everyone thinks we're doing. And, oh, wait, no, that's, uh, that's a quote from Titus Burgess from Kimmy Schmidt talking about his own, talking about their own show in relation to what, uh, people are doing now picking apart Seinfeld oh, yeah, yeah. 20 some years after it's aired. Right, right. So, you mean the whole basis of our podcast. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that's pretty interesting. That's pretty funny. I, I, I wonder what more of that episode, why it was pulled, you know, just, just for that. Yeah, one I'd like to know what phrase, else what happened else in that episode. About? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, <laughs> I can see it being a funny premise right now. It's like nearly unrepeatable you don't want like but i could see them making that kind of funny you know but i don't know at this era nbc didn't really touch race at all you know i mean in fact they were being accused of you know friends was being accused of being too white and and seinfeld Mm, of course is about you know i mean they're all white yeah yeah exactly all white friends yeah yeah um and so but then they, they made some changes later on but anyway yeah it was um so all right should we get into the boyfriend uh, yeah, oh, after I mean, the did, preamble, did, did we did we have any more news? No, no, no news, okay. no homework. We, we do. Besides have... the fact, uh, well, you haven't met Putty yet, but the, uh, <laughs> one of Elaine's future boyfriends, uh, David Putty, um, <laughs> appeared. There's a famous episode where he is a big New Jersey Devils fan, and he appeared at '90s night for the New Jersey Devils in full devil's regalia as he does on the show but it's a reference that you just won't get at this point but other okay. uh, you know if you're oh if you're is that the what lifelong... barry tweeted us indeed yes yeah yeah uh that's what barry <laughs> well, tweeted at one us. of our co-workers tweeted both of our personal twitter accounts yeah. not not the show one <laughs> and it's just like putty is here i'm like <laughs> yeah, yeah. what it's absolutely awesome the face paint the body paint it, it, it's all, all right. quite excellent for seinfeld right. we, fans. we do yeah. have something in the mailbag oh uh, we, we will get to that uh at the end of the show um, but, uh, we'll get into the whole opening spiel. Uh, we are a, I can't ever remember how we start this. We're not a research heavy. <laughs> we are not yeah. a research heavy show. If we, uh, skip over something, if we egregiously miss something, please let us know. Uh, we will touch on it. If you want us to, uh, send us a tweet or a DM at no hugging or an email, no hugging, no learning show at gmail.com. Once you have listened to this entire episode, if you have enjoyed it, give us a five-star rating and a written review on Apple Podcasts, and we will send you a No Hugging, No Learning sticker. Hell, we'll send you a No Hugging, No Learning sticker if you'd want one. Just yeah. reach out to us. I don't have them <laughs> on me yet, but I will buy them. Yes. Um, and uh, with that, let's get into Season 3 episodes, technically, I guess, 17 and 18. That's right. The Boyfriend right. Part 1 and 2, original air dates, February 12th, 1992, and... Maybe February twenty nineteenth. Would it, would it be? Yeah, it'd be the nineteenth, right? <laughs> yeah, That'd maybe be a week February after nineteenth. Yeah, but uh, definitely at least February twelfth. Right, right. When I was negative ten months and eight days old. And if you're looking in the TV guide that night, you're going to see Jerry's baseball hero Keith Hernandez falls for Elaine. Semicolon. George schemes to extend his unemployment benefits. This all sounds pretty good. Um, and we begin as always. Oh, by the way, uh, this was uh, this was also called the new friend when it first aired, not the boyfriend. The new friend. It- Originally aired as the new friend, it did not indeed. the boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. On its first airing, it was called the new friend, and then it was called the that makes boyfriend. So much more sense. I wonder I if guess. yeah, the first time was the first episode. So say episode seventeen is that right? Episode seventeen was the new friend. Episode eighteen was the boyfriend, maybe, and then they smushed them together, maybe. or something like that. I, I don't know. Where this maybe. is all. I can't believe how little information there is about this phenomenon yeah, really. of, a, of you know the boyfriend part one <laughs> and part two but we start as we always do with a stand-up bit this is about the gym and i like this just the line about how you're all you're doing is working out so you can be in shape 
so you can work out last through yeah, the workout. Yeah, you're not getting in shape for, for anything, anything specifically. working out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which I thought was pretty funny. And then he goes into a bit that, again, complete, the observational humor that completely falls apart. Uh, why are people locking up their smelly gym clothes? They're not. They're the locking up their, their wallets, valuables. Their car keys. Yeah. You're, <laughs> I mean, you're taking your jock You're wearing you're your gym clothes. You're taking the towel yeah. with you. <laughs> yeah. That's not still in your locker. Yeah. They're, you're locking up your nice clothes. that you, George has already had nice clothes stolen. Yeah. In, so far in this series so that's why people lock up i just didn't get like why do people lock up i have a lock for my smelly gym clothes like no you're wearing those when you lock them up and then you bring them with you when you leave or, or yeah. whatever i guess I mean, unless the, you're there are people at my gym who rent out a locker one locker and that's your locker every stuff, time yeah to keep their stuff at the gym yeah i could never see doing that because what's gonna make me take those clothes out of the gym and wash them <laughs> yeah they're yeah. gonna be so smelly all the time, especially if they're in a damp, dingy, one-foot-by-three-foot locker. Yeah. And that, yeah, so I, I that immediately falls apart. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of, it, it was almost funny when he was like, I have a one of those locks, you can't even put a bullet through all my clothes. Uh, <laughs> but the, but he was like, I'll give my keys to uh, kid, anybody in a red jacket. I guess that was the valet, which, okay. by the way, I love Jerry Seinfeld, man of the people. Oh, those valet jokes always oh, kill yeah. you. Know I mean? like, also, <laughs> I, I want to point out, people in this crowd are laughing at every step of the setup yeah, to this yeah. joke. It's like... So I'm at the gym. <laughs> yeah. And why do people put locks on their smelly gym clothes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hilarious. Every line that he said had laughter in this. Yeah, they were hamming it up. Hamming it up. So, uh, he... all right. Now we are in a gym locker room. We wow, know where, how convenient. Yeah, we know where Seinfeld gets his uh, material. We're in a gym locker room. A post-b-ball game among... The three main dudes, uh, Jerry, George, and Kramer, which is interesting that they go ball it up, but not often, it seems like, we, judging from their conversation. So they're, it's a little post-game debriefing, mm-hmm. and George gets accused of being a chucker. That's why <laughs> um, Jerry wasn't passing to him, because he just gets the ball and shoots it immediately. Yeah, no matter where he's at. Yeah. And he's, what does he say? He's like, I do not chuck, never chuck, never have chuck, never will chuck, no chuck. Yeah. Very, very Seinfeldian way to open the episode. Very much. Yeah, yeah. This is all just built around saying the word Chuck yeah. as many times as possible, which that, that hard K sound is well known among comic circles. It'd just be a funny sound. So, what? Uh, the k- k- yeah, anything k- Chuck. I'm not a chucker. You're a chucker. Um, yeah, interesting. So, I never thought of that. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's an old comedy thing, you know. Um, as Gary Gullman said recently, Buick is funnier than Nissan. It just is. All right. He's like those hard, <laughs> hard consonants are, are just funny. Um, and th- then Kramer references that it's their first time naked together, which makes me think: When did they? Why did they all just decide to go ball it up today? You yeah. Know? I mean. Or maybe they just never have showered together afterwards. Someone always does something and just was, this was just the perfect storm of everybody. Yeah, maybe. I is need to shower. Oh, me too. Is this the first time they've ever gone to play basketball at the Y? Yeah. Who? I mean... And yet they've, they're also familiar with their playing styles. You yes. know, there's a huge... So Yeah. Uh, I, maybe it's like you said. Maybe someone just always had something right yeah. after. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to stay and go work out to be in shape to work to out work more. out. So maybe there's only been two people naked together, and this was the first time yeah. all of them were naked in front of each other. Yeah. And then they talk about... Yeah, taking glances. Yeah, Kramer and George yeah. <laughs> both snuck peeks, but yeah. Jerry made sure not to peek. Yeah, yeah, because if you look, you're obviously gay. That's, I think, the implication here. Yeah. Is that, like, no, I'm straight. The, I would the, never look. The, the, very, the very middle school ideology. <laughs> and, of course, God. the very straight Jerry Seinfeld. I would never look. <laughs> like, you know he looked. Whenever, whenever I was in, like, middle school and high school, yeah. I was terrified to, like, get undressed in, oh, like, a gym locker room. No, thank you. Yeah. Now, now that I'm, like, I'm not an old man, but yeah, yeah. Any means, but you know, like the the story of like, oh yeah, old men will just uh-huh, walk around uh-huh. the locker room, balls out, just <laughs> flopping yeah. everywhere. Yeah. They'll right they'll put their face. leg up on the bench and air dry and like floss the towel yeah. between their legs. I'm not like that, <laughs> but I'm not like I don't care yeah, anymore. Yeah. Like I'll go, I'll go to the gym, I'll shower afterwards, and I'll drop trout, wipe wipe myself down, yeah. and put my underwear back on. Like, I, I don't care anymore. I'm not a gym person, but I, I I am at the age where I'll I'm I'm not and I'm not pleased with it. I do care if I can avoid it, I mm-hmm. will. But I'll you know if I can't, I'll suck it up. Yeah, you like, know, I, I as it were. I don't shower at the gym all the time. Yeah, but it's only if I need to like get back to work immediately. Yeah, yeah. But like because I live two minutes away yeah. from the gym, so I'll just go home and shower. I know that a lot of our coworkers go to the gym. You showered with any of our coworkers? 
I don't think so. Okay. Not together so, anyway. They, would... there, there are dividers. Oh. Like every, Everyone has their own shower, Thank which is you. so nice. I know. Well, it's so much better. Why back in the 1900s did people think men wanted to shower as close together as possible? Yeah, it's just a room with like yeah. eight shower heads? No. No, well, well, I'm not you. in prison. I, I didn't do anything wrong. I won't do that. Yeah. I'll only okay. shower at the gym if I have like my own yeah. shower stall. I don't even care if there's no curtain in front of the shower stall. As long as I have three walls, I'm fine. You know, because I've been in those. Too, where there's there's oh, okay yeah some yeah, dividers that, and there's no curtain yeah but I just don't want to be able to see the person right next yeah to yeah me. I, I no I don't want to use the, anything I don't want to use the same nozzle sometimes it's all coming out it's just oh, two hoses God, out of the yeah. same I'm like what who like, decided no yeah and, and yet in women's locker rooms they've always been built that way where you're not showering together at least from my understanding maybe maybe oh women can correct me on this w- women's restrooms. Let me let me rephrase this. Men's restrooms have nothing mm. on women's restrooms. Grace and I just spent a weekend in Chicago. Yeah. And I don't know if I told you this story or not, but we went up to the 95th floor of the John Hancock building right. because it's free as opposed to going up in the, the Willis Sears Tower. Tower. Oh, Sears Tower, which well, is I, now the I, Willis Tower. I think it is the Willis yeah, Tower yeah, now. Yeah. It used to be the Sears Tower. Right, right. Going up to their observation deck is like 20, 30 bucks a person, mm-hmm. which I would have done, but I didn't really want to pay that. Yeah, right yeah. Then. And we had a, a pro tip from her cousin who lives in Chicago who said, just go up in the Hancock building, go to the bar, and look out the window in oh. the women's room because oh. there's a view of the entire skyline nice. in the women's room. And she goes in. She's getting, like, photos. And I'm just out in the hallway <laughs> just waiting for yeah, her. Yeah. And she texts me, go into the men's room just to see the view, right? Yeah. And I go in. It's literally the most boring-ass oh, 90s <laughs> Like hotel bathroom, navy walls, fluorescent pink tile, yeah. like half and half. There's no window Aww, in the men's room. There's boo. no window at yeah. all. There's only a view of the skyline from the women's room, which is right next <laughs> to the do? women's room. It shares a wall. They could have put a window there. It has the same wall going <laughs> outward. There could definitely be a window. Boo. I'm just so mad. Yeah, yeah. That stinks. But and, she and got always to see like, the awesome view. I could only see it whenever we were waiting in the line for the elevator to go back down. Yeah. There's only... Um, I don't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's so, oh, so, no, something no, about bathrooms? Yeah. There's always like a lounge in the... There's always like a couch and... Yeah. and Who is hanging and, out? Yeah. Who's hanging out in the know. women's room? But people are. But people are. Because <laughs> it's so nice. That's why. Um, and so then Jerry looks over and sees Keith Hernandez in the locker room. Yeah. And uh, George uh, is saying that Jerry is nothing compared to Keith Hernandez. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jer- Jerry's saying, like, oh, I should go and talk to him. Yeah, yeah. And George is like, you make ha-has for a living. He's <laughs> In Keith a cocktail Her- bar or yeah. something like that. He is Keith Hernandez. You are nothing to him. <laughs> and what, at that point... Uh, Keith Hernandez comes up and says, "Hey, I, I'm I'm Keith Hernandez. I think he even says I I, I play baseball. I'm yeah, yeah, a huge fan of yours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jerry's been on tonight's show at this point. We know, and so but, oh, did we know that before? I think so. I think that's been mentioned or okay. something. I couldn't yeah. remember because he definitely does mention I'm Jerry Seinfeld. I've yeah. been on the Tonight yeah. Show, and that that caught me off guard. I was like, oh, oh, okay. Jerry's career's blowing up. I'm pretty sure that's come up before. Has it? Least, okay. Yeah, maybe, but uh, maybe like people have mentioned it in passing, like relatives or something. Like I saw you oh. on the Tonight Show. I saw oh, you do your yeah. skit or." I, like I think that. it was one of the episodes with his parents, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it? so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, but uh, I do. Uh, this came up, I guess, for some reason after they saw Keith Hernandez, but um, Jer- George mentions that he'd love to be a buff. Oh, yeah, because that, Keith Hernandez is a Civil, Civil War, War buff. Civil War buff, yeah. yeah. And Jerry's like, huh, Biff wants to be a buff. Biff wants Still to be a buff. Still calling him Biff Loman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's stuck. That nickname <laughs> is stuck. I think it's because George dislikes it so much. But yeah, I'd love to be a Civil War buff. Have you ever want? I, I, I Again, I. It's it's interesting how you try to choose what you want to be into, and you're like, Oh, I'm going to be really into this. I want to know everything about it. Mm-hmm. And then it just doesn't take. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. want to be... Uh, I want to be a civil war, but wouldn't it be cool to to know a lot of stuff about uh, about history in yeah. general? You know, my dad out of nowhere a couple of years ago yeah. just became a huge American military history buff. Yeah, like he started reading like like one or two books a week on wow. just like military yeah. history, not one war specifically, just the entire history of the, the American US military. military. Yeah, and then out of nowhere, it just. Like I'm not saying he's not into that anymore. Yeah. But he got into Jeep building. Like he built his own like 1977 Jeep CJ7. Yeah. From the chassis up, he's never built a car in his life. He's yeah. never even been really a car guy. <laughs> 
But now he's he's got this like custom built Jeep and he's going to all these Jeep shows and winning trophies. Jeez. Yeah, sometimes it yeah. sticks. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've tried to get into, and this is going to sound crazy, but comics. I'm like, oh all right, God, I'm going to get yeah. into com- I'm going to start reading comics. Uh-huh. And then I go buy a ton of comics. And I'm like, this is, and I'll read two, epi- two episodes, two issues. Two episodes. And then like never pick them up again and just fall off. And like, I do, even just over Christmas, I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to get into Moon Knight. I want to know about Moon Knight because mm-hmm. that's supposedly Marvel's next, the next uh, character they're really going to push. Yeah. And so I asked somebody, I was like, what should I get? And they're like, get this. And so I, I got the hardback compendium for Christmas. And then. I haven't. And then I haven't picked it up once. I took really? the wrapper off, and then it, it's just still sitting next to the couch. I'm just never going to do it. See, I think I'm that way with video games. Like, yeah, I, I really yes. like playing video games. And whenever Apex Legends came out, the the supposed Fortnite killer. Yeah, I loved it. I played it like the day it came out and the day after it came yeah. out, and haven't <laughs> played it since. Yeah, yeah. I do really like it, but I just haven't sat down to play it more uh-huh i've discovered I, I don't that know what it is especially with video games i i just want to go back and play the ones that i grew up with so i'm currently working my way back through <laughs> super mario world for the super oh, nintendo man. which is very fun yeah yeah man. <laughs> that, that, that's kind of the reason i want to get a nintendo switch yeah uh, because so of just, just like download back, the old games just like exactly. back catalog stuff that's yeah. what i was doing when i had a wii i was like i eh, forget these wii games let me download zelda let me download super mario 3 all i was doing was downloading the old <laughs> games and i was like i could have saved myself a lot of money just by just by you know finding all like getting an emulator or something like yeah. that that's essentially what i got uh but yeah i, I loved um george diminishing jerry saying you know who are you to him but then george uh, asks keith hernandez Jer- jerry's playing a very cool around <laughs> he's like yeah all these teams they travel 160 games a year why are there no plane crashes just out of nowhere yeah yeah i've always wondered why there are you, more you plane think, crashes you think there'd be a plane crash <laughs> yeah, you think and jerry, team- jerry just gives him the <laughs> widest eyes like what are Stop, you shut what up. are you talking yeah. about yeah. Why would you bring that Entire up? Entire team wiped out. Why doesn't it happen? Yeah. Well, <laughs> you, you, you think it happened. Not in the history of baseball. I mean, it did happen in college football. Well, sure, Marshall. We yeah. are Marshall. There's a yeah. whole movie about <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, yeah. And George won't let it go. They try, they, Jerry and Keith are continuing the conversation. George just keeps bringing up <laughs> uh, keeps different... bringing up yeah. the plane crash. Why plane crashes? Why? Uh, so George and, and Keith uh, talk about getting together. Um, and then we're at Monks. Three days later... And Keith still hasn't called. And Jerry's talking to Elaine about it. Yeah. And uh, Jerry says uh, he met this great guy and he hasn't <laughs> called. Just total role reversal with yeah. Elaine. Obviously speaking as like a woman would normally yes. talk about. I thought it was a hilarious bit. I thought it was a funny I, take on it. I, I did think it was funny the first couple times yeah. uh, that they went to this. I thought but, he liked me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I felt like they went to this well to one like, too many a times. Few too many yeah, times yeah. in this whole episode. Yeah, yeah. Like where, where Jerry's like the insecure, like, oh, I thought he liked me. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, it was it was funny originally. Friend rejection can be tough though, and it feels like a oh romantic God, rejection yeah. too. You're like, oh, it, this guy's so cool. I don't want to come off overbearing where they think I'm a nerd or, or whatever, yeah. you know, or, or obsessed. But I want to hang out with them. So what do I do? You know? Uh, yeah. How I, do I like I orchestrate a run in? Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely experienced the friend rejection. Yeah. Of yeah. Course. yeah oh my yeah. God. It sucks. It's not fun. <laughs> yeah. You, you think like you you want to be like such good friends with this person. Yeah. But you don't want to like come off as. I don't know, a weenie? Yeah, Does that yeah. make sense? Or over-anxious, just in the same way that, uh, you know, you don't want to scare off a, p- a potential romantic interest. The same thing with, with a friend interest, you know? Exactly. Um, and d- that extra level of weirdness on top of it, of, like, y- being the same sex or the same gender, you know, is, like, it, it is kind of funny, too, because yeah. you're like, I, I don't want I don't want to go too far with them, with pushing them to get together or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, I, but Elaine ends this with, Jerry, he's a guy. You know, it's like, <laughs> guy, you shouldn't be... It yeah. should be a lot. Le- your, your feelings shouldn't be as invested as 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 heavy uh, at this point. It, it's just another guy. Just think mm-hmm. of it that way. Yeah. Uh, but she does tell him to call and invite him to dinner. Yeah. Instead of like just going to get coffee, which I'm like, okay, I wouldn't go get dinner with any of my guy friends yeah. just out of nowhere. It'd have to be, oh, let, let's meet at the bar for a drink or whatever, and then I'd like get appetizers or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Like I'd, I'd go for lunch. Yeah. L- yeah. Lunch is like a lot lunch. less committal yeah. does that make sense yes yeah like 
I mean, okay, I have a fiance, you have a wife and two kids. How weird would it be if I just text you one day out of the blue, like, hey, let's get dinner, just you and me? Mm. That's weird. Yeah, that would be, I would think you would, you, there would be something, um, cause, because we're already friends, I yeah. guess. I would be like, well, he wants to talk about something. That's a yeah. serious, you know, I, there's I'm, something I'm, serious I'm about that. I'm planning to go down. my plexus pitch to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, don't you <laughs> want to make more money scheme. in your free time? Like, oh, God, hey, Ted, are, are multi level marketing. <laughs> are, you, are you into entrepreneurship and, yeah. men- and mentorship? I've had that one. Don't you want to be your own boss and work your own <laughs> and set your own hours and still make millions, Ted? No. Oh. <laughs> um,. But, uh, oh God! We just did a very Sklar Brothers, <laughs> uh, yeah. like har- harmonizing <laughs> groan. Uh, wait, uh, uh, I hate the Sklar Brothers. I like the Sklar. I you like the Sklar Brothers. I hate them. They're, they own what they do. Really, I mean, there's no other twins that I want to hear from. Uh, besides oh, the Sklar Brothers. I like their bit. It, it's all so obviously I, pre-written. I know. I, I think it's just like how shticky it yeah, is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, maybe if I like just heard like a sit-down interview with them where they're not in character, yeah. I'd probably like them a little more. But They I, have a podcast. I wonder how it is. I, I, they do it with Dan Van Kirk, like I think. Sklar Bros Country Oh, or there's something? that one. There's also Dumb People Town. So maybe they have a couple. I don't know. But don't um, know. Uh, go to <laughs> brothers.com slash no hugging, no learning and, <laughs> and get their extended premium episodes for free. No, I'm just kidding. Um, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Uh, so we're, we got another stand-up bit. And, he's, and this is a great – this is what that episode's all about. And I love it because it, it's, it's – this is an eternal – Seinfeld bit, even if it's not funny. Yeah. Just the premise is funny. Making friends in your 30s versus making friends when you're a kid. How do you make friends when you're an adult? Yeah, it's tough. Ma- making friends as an adult yeah. is hard. Yes. Yeah. Like, I've tried so hard to, like, even reach back out to the friends I had in college. Yeah. Like, the guys that I even roomed with. Yeah. They were, re- they were my roommates. I lived with them. I've tried to reach back out to them to almost, like, no avail. Yeah. Like, I'm going to, like, extend the olive branch and like give them an invitation to my wedding yeah to like two of the three that's the only time you're gonna see them i i just saw my friends from college it's it's the last wedding of my like close group of friends and i'm like all right somebody's this, this gotta go it. around someone's gotta go around again so, we're, ne- some, we're someone's got a divorce the whole time we were joking we were like <laughs> after this just delete my number from your phone we're, there's oh no reason God. to ever <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's no reason to ever talk to each other again because this is it this is <laughs> I, the last wedding I, unless they want you to come see the baby <laughs> exactly that's all we can hope for but we've had tons of kids and we don't do the see the baby thing uh, yeah. as we're gonna find out later on we don't we haven't done that so um yeah this th- this was it yeah um, but I, I did like how jerry's like kids can be friends with anybody if yeah. there's someone in front of my house <laughs> Great. right now who's not an adult yeah. you're my best friend that's my friend uh, wh- Great. Wh- what does he say oh you like cherry soda i like cherry soda you're now my best friend yeah we've got something in common even better you're now my there's, best friend there's one thing yeah, that we yeah. have in common that's all you need <laughs> but once you leave school i mean really I, I don't know i feel i feel i feel uh, I don't know what the word is. Maybe you can tell me. But like, I'm all, my only friends are coworkers. You're my friend because we're coworkers. Like, yeah. I wouldn't have met you any other way. And, yeah, exactly. And you, so, you'd still be in like Mississippi or Virginia if it wasn't for us working together. Yeah, or, I mean, or hell, some other states probably. Like Sarah and I knew people, and and kids just kills it all together. Like Sarah's yeah. my only friend now. <laughs> like really, the, like we, I only go out to, <laughs> with Sarah. I've never, if I have time, it's Sarah and I are spending time together. But in Mississippi, before kids especially, we had friends. Really? We had friends that we didn't work with. We, had, you know, They were maybe yeah. like friends of people we worked with. But still, we met people that we didn't work with. And we'd go out and we'd see people and we knew people. Now, we don't know anybody yeah. except coworkers. And uh, yeah. So I, I think how, it's a little sad. How does, that, like, how does someone make friends once they're out of school if you don't have kids, you know who we need to talk to. We need to talk, we need to talk to Kwame about yeah. this. Kwame is at well, both he's of our boss, a social butterfly at, at the, too, at the radio mean, station, the, and he's always doing these events. But yeah. he also doesn't have a wife. He doesn't have kids. He goes out and he'll talk to people he doesn't know. That's another thing I won't do. That's how you make friends. That's you talk true. to people you don't know. I'm not going to do that like some weirdo. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, like we went to a house party at with uh, in Chicago with uh, Grace's cousin. Yeah. And it, they were it was just like a house. Not warming party, but one of 
his friends was yeah. watching someone else's house for the weekend, <laughs> and they had a hot tub, so they had nice. like a bunch of friends over. Yeah, and it wasn't a party party; it was just like a small get together. Yeah, but as soon as we walk in, we get the oh, do I know you? And I'm like, oh, I don't know how to answer that because I'm not even the person who knows the person yeah. that you oh, know. Oh, God, that's the worst, yeah. I, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm the fiancé of... of this person who is cousins with this person you know. Yeah. So it's very, <laughs> very long way to get around to, no, you don't know nope. me. Yeah. I'm just here to enjoy the hot tub <laughs> and wear the tiniest <laughs> swimming trunks I've ever worn. Did you not bring your own? I didn't. Oh, no. wow. It's February. I'm not thinking about going in a swimming pool. Yeah, who would have known? So I, I borrowed a pair of his, and they came to oh, wow. the middle of my thigh. Nice. Yeah, you got long legs anyway. <laughs> I do so, have very yeah, long legs. Yeah. You got to wear board shorts. But he's shorts. also 6'4". He's Whoa. taller than me. Yeah. So I'm okay with a, with a shorter. I like kind of a shorter swim trunk. A, you get the tan a little bit higher up than your shorts oh, yeah. normally are. I, this made uh, me want to buy smaller swim trunks, mm. honestly. Like wow. I, I I like the way they felt, and also with yeah. uh, with going to the gym just to be in shape to work out more. Yeah, my thighs are growing. Show it off. They're, they're getting yeah. stronger. Yeah. So I I got the quads of uh, a power lifter, baby. I, I feel like I look like Daniel Craig <laughs> in that first Bond movie where he's walking out of the beach, you know, and basically <laughs> like boy shorts, like basically boxer yeah, yeah. short size, like <laughs> but just with a dad bod, like. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, Daniel Craig, like 20 years after he gives up Bond for a while. Uh, so <laughs> mid 60s, Daniel yeah, Craig, exactly. That's what that's the body <laughs> I've got of a mid 60s British man. Um, so now we're in the New York State Department of Labor, and George is talking to Mrs. Sokol, Lenore Sokol. Is that uh, her first name, Lenore yeah, Sokol? Yeah, okay. I, I didn't know if we ever knew it's her on her nameplate. Name. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I didn't even think to look there, uh, but yeah, and- Mrs. Sokol. He's looking for an extension on his unemployment benefits. Yes. And she asks if what? He's been looking for a job. I don't I don't know. Have you ever had unemployment? No, I, I have. I never have, I, so I don't know how the process works. Me neither, but whenever I've seen it in movies or shows like this, it's always like, "All right, have you at least did you look for work today? Did you mm-hmm. look for lo- work last week? Tell me where you went to look okay. for work, etc." So he's got to prove that he's been looking for work. Yeah, that he's at least and, trying yeah. to not use up all the state benefits. Yeah, because he's got, I guess, two more weeks at this point uh-huh. of unemployment benefits. And so he lies immediately about where he's been looking for work because we know he hasn't. Well, I, we, I think that <laughs> he did have an interview. Uh, he did have one interview, on the subway, though, right? But he didn't go to it. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah. That's right. He decided yeah. to uh, get robbed. Yeah, instead. get robbed by that woman. Um, <laughs> so he says uh, he went to a, a, a business that we've already heard from uh, in season one. I think it came up. Vandalay oh, it Industries. Was like episode one or two. Episode one. Yeah, Vandalay yeah. Industries. Uh, uh, they are a latex company manufacturing latex manufacturing <laughs> and he has interviewed to be a salesman mm-hmm. a latex salesman latex salesman <laughs> and gives jerry's apartment and phone number for the business yeah and he also uh, uh well i got two things that i wanted to point out to you here uh he says phone number is kl583 uh, it, it's worth it's bad enough when a show does 555 but why do why bring klondike 5 into it when Are was we, this a thing? Why was this a thing? Well, back when phone numbers were first introduced, I, I don't know too much about it, but I know that, like, you know, your phone number would have maybe a street name or some sort of, um, like, actual word designation, and then... And then, like, four five or five numbers? numbers after it. Yeah, so okay. Pennsylvania 65000, for instance, you know. Okay. Uh, have, you, so have you ever heard if that you, big band song? If you live song? at, like, Pennsylvania 65000. No. Okay. Well, so I, I don't so know. So that would be, like, someone living on, say, Pennsylvania Drive. I think. And, and their uh, number, their phone number, then, yeah. would be, say, 5000. Five yeah, and then the operator would connect to the, the to okay. Pennsylvania. Yeah, and their number would be 6500. And then See, whatever oh, the... Okay. Whatever the Pennsylvania, um, or six five zero 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 six five thousand. Yeah, six okay. five thousand. So, okay. Pennsylvania or, or KL whatever he K- says. KL five eighty three eighty. So the designation for Klondike was because I guess if you look at the letters on the phone pad, uh-huh. KL is five five. Oh. And so I don't know why in nineteen ninety two he was still giving a phone number okay. like uh, Klondike six one eight two. No one was still saying there. You weren't calling up a, an operator and picking up the phone. That's where when you weren't actually dialing a number, you tell the operator Klondike five one two whatever. Oh, uh, and okay. so it's really a dumb way to well, deliver. I know, I know. Early on in the Simpsons, they had KL uh, phone, phone numbers like this. Yeah, yeah there was uh, the Mister Plow episode, and it was a Klondike five 
something 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 number two don't ask me why yeah and that, even that's in around the, 90s, the same time frame because yeah. i think mr plow was season four which would be 92 93 yeah. so yeah uh maybe it was just the fact that everyone got used to the klondike five or, yeah. or pennsylvania six yeah. five thousand yeah so it was just the uh time period of Okay, no, you don't have to do the numbers. Just go with the num. You don't have to do the letters. Just go with the number that's on the button. Yeah, maybe it made it look more real. Maybe everyone already in 1992 was like, oh, 555 is fake. I hate when I hear that. <clears throat> but I would rather hear 555 than Klondike or CKL on something. I just yeah, think that's for the. Real. Uh, but maybe they were trying, maybe it was an effort to make it seem more real, but it just took maybe. me right out of it. Because I, I had sworn it had been like 30 years, even in 1992, maybe longer, that people needed, that people were giving numbers like that. Yeah. You know? And also, one other thing I want to point out to you, who is Jose Jimenez, who George I does this know. awful impersonation of? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he's, and, and the impersonation isn't even words, I don't think. He's like, yeah, I got the thing. Or what, I, I, don't yeah. even, I don't even remember. Uh, okay. I couldn't even write down what the impression was, but maybe that's homework for He says, like, the address is in, like, but he's like, the address is. Uh-huh. I'm like, what is he doing? I had no idea what that was. Yeah, okay. no idea. All right, I didn't know <laughs> if you knew or not. Nope. But uh, Mrs. Sokol starts to, she's dialing as George is leaving. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. Call as, soon as, I, as soon as you leave here, I'm calling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But she, I don't know if she is calling someone else right. or something, because we learned that it's like two days later yeah, that she yeah. calls. Right, but right, we'll, right. We'll get into that later. But George runs to the phone booth, yanks the kid out of the phone <laughs> yeah, yeah. booth, and he's like calling uh, Jerry's apartment. To let him know yeah. the plan. Yeah, and uh, meanwhile, a cop comes up like with the kid in tow. He's just like banging on the phone booth. Yeah, yeah. And we there's no follow-up There's no resolution. We yeah. you know I, we just got out as, as yeah. early as we needed I'm, to. George I, was in trouble. I, I guess so. Yeah. But like he wasn't uh, in any real trouble. I'm guessing the cop just told him, hey, yeah. don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't Seriously. Be, don't be an idiot. I could arrest you. Whatever. That was assault. Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, who I'm knows? Not, I'm not going <laughs> to arre- arrest you for yanking a kid out of a phone booth. Yeah, so but just don't do that. It was messed up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so in the apartment, Kramer's on the phone. And Jerry is trying on date shirts for his date now with Keith Hernandez. Uh, and in typical Jerry date fashion, he has selected the ugliest shirt oh in the world God. For, to this go thing on is a date. Hideous. We know that when Jerry dresses up, he has the the worst wardrobe. <laughs> I mean, it's just awful. Uh, yeah, and this thing is hideous. And again, we get the line from Elaine: Jerry, he's a guy. He's a guy. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to dress well to impress him. But I can understand you want to look cool. Yeah. To a guy yeah, who you want to think true. is cool. Where, true. You know, this is if, still holding if I'm, up. If I'm going to a party, I'm not going to wear like a, a wrestling graphic t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, unless I'm going to like a wrestling party. Right, right, right. I'll, unless I'll, there's going to be people who go, whoa, cool shirt, bro. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like a band shirt. Like in my case, I'd wear like a cool band shirt. Like, oh, you're into them? Cool. Like, yeah. Oh, this thing? I, I didn't even think about it when I put it on. Yeah. When in reality, I was like, what should I wear? You, you thought about it for yeah, like yeah. a half an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which one? <laughs> No, uh, like I'll, I'll wear like a button up, or, like maybe like a short sleeve, like yeah. uh, button up shirt. Yeah. I'll button it all the way up to the neck. Oh, yeah, I don't know why. In cool I do fashion, that. cool yeah. millennial fashion, exactly. Uh, uh, <laughs> and um, Kramer and Newman, when they hear that Jerry's going out with Keith Hernandez, well, Newman makes an entrance from <laughs> somewhere otherworldly, like he appears from another dimension. <laughs> I really like this. They were reacting like- shock oh, at the God. name Keith Hernandez, <laughs> uh, shock and disgust, really. Um, but back, uh, George also in the meantime, um, gets himself kicked out of a cab. He's trying to take a cab to Jerry's place and he's in such a hurry because he can't get him on the phone. Oh my God. He's the worst backseat driver. Oh yeah. Yeah. Get out of, can you get out of this lane, please? Uh, get in. Uh, I'm, you know what? I'm really sorry. Get back into the other lane. This lane's going nowhere. Um, <laughs> and the guy kicks him out of the cab. Yeah. He just pulls over. He's like, that's it. Get out. And George doesn't get out. He's like, I'm not getting out of the cab. So the yeah. cabbie gets out and he throws George out. Yeah, we yeah. don't see it. I wish we did. I wish we saw Jason Alexander or just take a, like a tumble out of the cab. If this were Seinfeld present day, George's Uber rating would take another direct hit. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what George's Uber rating would be. What do you think? I mean, like three stars? You think George is a three star oh, passenger? He's definitely a two star passenger. A two star passenger? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Isn't it five? Isn't the max five? Mm hmm. Oh, wow. Wow. I think he'd hold on to at least three of those. But, I don't know. But this one might take him down to two. You know? <laughs> this one might take him down to two. Uh, I think Jerry would, would be proud of an impeccable five-star passenger rating. 
Don't oh, you absolutely. think so? I think he'd be absolutely. very, I think that'd be a great episode where Jerry's like worried about getting a bad review from an Uber driver. Uh, <laughs> J- Jerry, take Uber. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld present day. What, what, what if Jerry take Uber? <laughs> what if Jerry take Uber? Um, and uh, so back in the apartment, we get a great Hello Newman. And we learn that June 14th, 1987, is the date that will forever live in infamy in, in the mind of Kramer and Newman. Uh, the Mets were playing the Phillies. And Keith Hernandez completely blew the game. And now we get a Zapruder film reenactment of Keith Hernandez supposedly spitting on Kramer and Newman after Newman said, nice game, pretty boy, or something like that. Wasn't that, yeah, that, wasn't was that it. what he said? That yeah, was yeah. It. So Keith Hernandez turns around and he supposedly spits in Kramer's face, yeah. but Kramer's head goes back and to the left. Right. <laughs> and and and, um, and it ricochets off Kramer and hits Newman as well. So they're both hit by mm-hmm. this. And now, did this did this bit? This is a bit. Did it ring true with you at all? Did you get what this back into the left thing was? I did. Yes, you did. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. you've seen JFK. I have not seen JFK. Ah. But this is going to be a reference that some of our listeners will like. I have seen. Almost every episode of Botchamania. It's a wrestling series that chronicles like the best like uh, mistakes yeah. in professional wrestling. And there's always uh, I oh well, I shouldn't say always the guy who makes them all uh, most of the time includes uh, someone like getting hit in the head or yeah. something when they shouldn't have. And he always includes back and, and to, to the, the left. left with like the gunshot sound <laughs> back and to the left. Yeah, and he'll yeah. repeat it like three or four times. Like if a guy like gets. Uh, knocked in the face with like a ladder <laughs> yeah, or yeah. something, just back and to the left. So when so did you that's find how out? I knew about it. When did you find out that it was from a movie? Uh, he actually included a clip from uh, the movie okay. in one of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and instead of the Zapruder film, he was showing a clip from like whatever match this was. Whatever. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, what, yeah. Like, I gotcha. uh, whatever match like they were saying. You'll see it goes back and to the left, and it's just like a guy getting hit in the face. And but and but how did he reference JFK the movie? Because that's what back into the left really is a reference to. Like that might have actually happened during the. He actually showed a clip of, of he showed a clip JFK, of JFK, Kevin Costner, yeah, showing that line. the Zapruder film. God, but it, instead okay. of the Zapruder film, yeah. it was the match. So that's how I knew. Well, I didn't. Uh, let me say, I didn't know that it was from the movie JFK until I googled it after oh. or, while watching this. Okay, okay. But now we're getting I did somewhere. look it up and. Uh, as watching it, or as we were watching this episode, or as I was watching this episode, I thought, I'm like, is this a reenactment of whatever the Zapruder? Is that what the word is? Zapruder film? Right, so right. So I, I looked it up, and I'm like, okay, what is what is that film? Because that's like the movie or the short film that showed like JFK getting shot. Right, right. right. Yeah, the home and video. Sure, and sure enough, it's on YouTube. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I had never seen it before. Oh, interesting. So wow. I watched the Zapruder film, and I watched JFK's head explode. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, hey, I, that's uh, only the set, well, hopefully that's going to be the final time that I see someone's head explode on video. Okay. Um, but it's the second time that I've seen that happen. Do I want another first one? R. Bud Dwyer. Oh, my gosh. I've seen that one, too. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was gross. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, that was gross. I don't know what site I had to look at for... Uh, to see that, yeah, but I don't want to. That's, I don't, don't want to watch that again. That's chilling. That's chilling yeah. to watch. Yeah, yeah. The the JFK thing is a little grainier and stuff like that. The, yeah, the but Arba Dwyer Bud was like in the nineties. Yeah, wasn't oh, it? No, no, no. He no, that was like in the sixties or seventies. Oh, was yeah, it? Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, but still, the camera's on him yeah. for a press conference. Yeah, that aired live in the middle of the day, like kids were watching. It's it's yeah. absolutely crazy. Yeah. Um, but so so the the movie JFK had just come out in okay. December twentieth of nineteen ninety one, and one thing that people picked up okay. on in the movie Kevin Costner. Um, and this might have actually happened in the congressional hearings. I don't know how Oliver Stone made his movie, but he says back and to the left and rewinds the Zapruder film several times back and to the left. In fact, there was another. Gra- I thought you were going to say The Critic. Do you remember that show, The Jay Sherman, uh, yes, John Lovett show? Yes. So he also made I fun of that show. There was like a, a there was like a like kind of a, um, no an extended bit. I know it, it ran for a shorter amount of time than you remember. There was like one and a half seasons or mm-hmm. something. I thought it ran for much longer, but it's that's like the a Dilbert very TV show. Yeah, yeah. It's funnier than the Dilbert TV show. I but. like the Dilbert show. <laughs> were you and I the ones that were just talking about that? No. Oh my god! So that's the second time it's come up this month. <laughs> I can't believe it. Someone else was talking about that with me. Natural conversation. Yes, which I'm. I'm so. I. I don't want to talk about the Dilbert cartoon. I'd rather talk. So the critic also made fun of how many times he says that, and it was like an extended back and to the left, back and to the left, 
back and to the left, you know, until it's not funny again. And yeah. then it's funny again. And then it's not funny anymore. Uh, so they did that kind of too. So um, and then the, the magic bullet also that became so JFK was like hot at the time. This is a super timely reference because the movie okay. was still on everyone's lips by the okay. time 1992 rolled around. Yeah, yeah. I, I was wondering when the movie came out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, before we get. Uh, Keith Hernandez like actually name dropping the movie. Yeah, I was wondering right. like, okay, how topical is this? Is this a is this a sponsored tie in from the studio to NBC? Maybe? Yeah, I mean they were right on. I mean in in February of 1992, it would still be in theaters. That's a crazy thing. It came out December 20th of 1991. But the thing is, when did they film this episode? I know, right? When was this episode written? It must have. Yeah, it must have just taken off right away because they were like, all right, JFK is a phenomenon. You know, I mean, obviously, yeah. um, obviously people had. To to have known about the yeah. movie before it came out, plus so that had to that had to help them in writing it. But actually knowing the scene where Kevin Costner is going back and, and to, to the, the left, left back, back and, and to, to the, the left, yeah. how would they know about that to write about it? <laughs> I guess it must have just, um, unless it was like a late addition to the script, yeah, or, or maybe it just stuck out. You know, it's just one of those things that they knew. You know, they, they're comedy writers; they know what's going to be funny, and so it just stuck true. out to them. And even if nobody else picked up on it. They would have picked up on it, and and it would have been so. But Magic Bullet also comes up in that. So Magic Loogie, he says. one Magic Loogie. Yeah, one Magic Loogie. And the Magic (laughs) Bullet theory. There had to be a second spitter. The Magic Bullet theory is a JFK theory that it Uh it entered JFK, went around the corner, and and hit the other guy or whatever Mm -hmm. it was. Uh, The second spitter on the grassy knoll. But it's not the grassy knoll. My theory was it's a second spitter or whatever. And I actually made point in my notes this is the first part of the episode I've liked. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I And granted, I was watching this late at night, and it took much longer to watch this and take notes than yes. I would have preferred. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so maybe I uh, gave this episode a uh, more harsh critique whenever I was watching it than I should have. Yeah. But uh, th- still, uh, even now, after I've gotten a good night's sleep and we're talking about it now... This is the first point where I'm like, this is a classic timeless bit. Yeah, yeah. I feel like. Definitely. And, and even in there's a Pruder reenactment, they have it down to like the oh, people with umbrellas it and things incredible. like that. Yeah, yeah. It's great. It's pretty great. Um, so George finally arrives at the apartment. And, wheezing. He yeah, is we, In a panic, a hilarious. Uh, we love, I mean, it's always funny. And it always gets Jerry too whenever Jason Alexander is in a panic like this. You can tell that it just cracks Jerry up. Jerry Seinfeld, the person up to no end, and he almost breaks every time that yeah. George is like this. So he's in a panic. He starts explaining his plan to Jerry that every time he answers the phone, he has to answer it now Vandalay Industries, <laughs> completely inconveniencing Jerry. Oh, yeah. Now, whenever he gets a phone call, and we know that Jerry's phone rings all the time, <laughs> he's always on the phone. Now he has to answer it Vandalay <laughs> Industries. Um, and... <laughs> That, that's it. That's the end of this scene. That's all yeah. I have for this yeah. scene. Keith okay. Hernandez, Keith Hernandez shows up, uh, yeah. and I don't think he doesn't come up, does he? No, no. Yeah, he just rings up on the intercom, and Jerry, Elaine, and George are all walking down, and Elaine's just wondering who the second spitter was. Yeah. And Jerry's like, I've been trying to figure that out for five years. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then out to the apartment after their date, um, they talk about maybe going to see a movie on Friday. Is this where they bring up JFK? Yeah, okay. yeah, it is. Yeah, but it's all—it's the return of Jerry's inner monologue. Yeah, that, we, that was uh, yeah. first introduced with Babu Bot. Right, right, right. Yeah. I'm a good person. My yeah. my mom was right about me. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. but it's just like that anxious post-date small talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, should I shake his hand? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just substitute oh, shake God. hand for kiss. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and it went, it went really well. It went great. Right. And then he's, but then he's also like. I'm Jerry Seinfeld. That comes I've up, too. I've been on The Tonight Show. This, 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 this is, is where it. he mentions okay. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he was like, of course, Keith Hernandez would be... I know he's Keith Hernandez, but he'd be still... Uh, to shake my hand, I'm Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, like, exactly. What guy wouldn't want to shake my hand? <laughs> what woman wouldn't want to kiss from Jerry Seinfeld? You know, kind of the same thing. Yeah. Uh, but Keith asked about Elaine mm-hmm. and whether or not... Um, you know, she. What's her deal? What's her deal? Essentially, want yeah, to know if she's I think single. that's exactly what he says. Right? Yeah. He's like that. That woman we gave a ride to earlier, and Jerry's like Elaine. Yeah, what's her deal? Yeah, and uh, Jerry. I don't remember what Jerry says, but yeah, Keith Hernandez asks if he can give Elaine a call and yeah. if Jerry would mind. And Jerry doesn't really say anything. He yeah. just kind of like trails off. He's like, uh... and I can tell immediately. This was funny to me immediately. I don't know whether I was supposed to think that he was jealous of Keith Hernandez, but I immediately thought he was jealous of Elaine. He didn't want to share Keith Hernandez. That's oh. what I that's the oh, place absolutely. I immediately went to, even though I think Elaine figures it out, quote unquote, for the audience in, in the next scene. Yeah, but I'm like, no, that was funny right away. I mean, they nailed it right away, but maybe it was just an extra joke 
that Elaine threw in that like we all knew, and she was clueless. Yeah, you know, like we weren't all clueless with <laughs> Elaine. She was clueless, so that's what makes her what she says funnier yeah. later on. They're not uh, not really letting the audience draw their own conclusions exactly, here. It's like, yeah. hey, here's the story point. There it is. Yeah, which is which that's a nineties sitcom thing to do. Yeah, you know, I mean for sure. we still we're still dealing with a laugh track, you know. Yeah. Um so back in the well, apartment. Is it laugh track or is it studio? Uh, I always think it may be accentuated, you know. That I, yeah. I I mean there was a studio so some some of it might be laugh track. There was a studio sure. audience, but anytime I hear even a studio audience, I'll call a laugh track. I'm like, they're sort of okay, instructed gotcha. to, you know, keep yeah. it keep hamming it up. Yeah. And um, we get a commercial break after this scene, and this had to be where the episode break was. Not as far as my research goes. Really? We got one more scene. Yeah, really? We got one more scene. Because this is the perfect like trail off. Like, oh, do you mind if I give her a call? Uh mm-hmm. credits. That, I, I like the way you think. That that And it me, was in the middle of the episode. Yeah. But the, from from my research, the after the next scene is when the episode okay. ends. So back in the apartment, George and Jerry are having a post date debrief. As they would if they were talking about a woman, but they're talking yeah. about Keith Hernandez. You shake his hand at the end and stuff like that. <laughs> um, and Keith has already asked Elaine about going out. Yeah, yeah. Too. Um, yeah, he already called Elaine. Um, oh, actually, uh, uh, Jerry was talking about... We're Keith's- going out again on Friday. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, uh, he was talking about his handshake. He's yeah. like, it's a good shake. It's a perfect shake. Yeah. Uh, he, he says like some other stuff, but it's just kind of the same delivery that George had. He's like, I'm not a chucker. I never chuck. Uh, never will yeah, chuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good like, per- shake. Perfect a good shake. Good shake. Yeah. Everything you'd want in a handshake. <laughs> and uh, so they're going out again on Friday, but then... To see JFK. Yeah. But then Elaine comes in and says they're already going out on... Uh, we're doing something on Friday. Yeah, because George, she was busy Saturday. Yeah. George loves it. Everybody does a <laughs> slow turn take on... We're going out Friday... George thinks it's just the funniest thing. I mean, it's not often that Jerry gets got, you know. Yeah. So I think I think George likes it just as much as Jerry. It's just that George uh-huh. is a more hapless figure, you know. True, true. Hapless and hopeless. Yeah, as we <laughs> as we learned in the fix up, he's hopeless too. Um, but and Elaine, yeah, totally misreads it. Uh, Jerry's thoughts about this, like. Are you jealous of him or are you jealous of me? You know, because it, there's the whole element of Jerry. Oh, we went out a couple times as he tells Keith Hernandez. So yeah. it should be weird that he's dating one of Jerry's exes because they're friends. But that's oh, not yeah. it. He's jealous of, of, Elaine, of Elaine for hanging out with Keith Hernandez. <laughs> out with Keith Hernandez. <laughs> but to Elaine's question, Jerry's like, is there any Hennigans in here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you jealous of him or are you jealous of me? Any Hennigans around? Uh, and uh, then Jerry answers the phone. As Cal Varnson. Cal Varnson. From Vandalay Industries. Yeah. And it's just Keith. Yeah, it's Keith yeah. Hernandez. He's calling to cancel plans for Friday. And he's like, oh, no, yeah, we can we can do something next week. Yeah. And you just hear the sadness in <laughs> Jerry's voice. Which, by the way, I hate. I've had this happen before. Don't you hate when like you make plans with somebody and then... You're like, this will be cool. Let me just let me say yes to you, and then I'll explain to them later. But they find out before you get a chance to I've explain. I've never had that happen. Yeah, yeah. I've, yeah. I've had that happen. I'm like, I, I just didn't have time to tell yeah. you. It's happened before. Ugh. And uh, yeah, it sucks. Um, but uh, yeah, <laughs> what are you doing Friday night? Um, nothing now. Uh, <laughs> genuine anger. Um, <laughs> this is what Kramer asked him what he's doing Friday night. Yeah. Nothing now. And like really <laughs> like lays into it with Elaine. Um, yeah. So Kramer's going to see the baby. Someone. What baby? We don't know. Yeah, some... I, I mean, it's Michael and Carol's baby. Yeah. I don't know who Michael and Carol are. I, is that who Jerry, who Kramer was on the phone with earlier when George couldn't get through or, or whatever? Um, anyway. Yeah. He's like, they always they keep saying, come out and see the baby. So. So, again, just more tertiary characters well, that we need when, to move the plot along. When George along. called Red originally, Kramer was just talking about his golf game. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. I'm in the middle of something. Yeah. Uh, don't, we don't know who he was talking to. He could have been talking to Michael and Carol yeah. just to bring them in a little earlier, but I, I, I doubt it. I think it did because this wasn't the first time that it, um, it's come up but seeing the baby, but... Um, he's like, so let's go on Friday and see yeah. the baby now well, that yeah, we have time. Yeah, this is the second time they've brought up seeing the baby. Yeah. Why, why do people want us to come see the baby? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But this is the second time that they bring up the names Michael and Carol. Yeah, oh, okay, the names, well, I see. actually, no, I think this is the first time they bring up the names Michael and Carol, but it's the second time that they're going to see the baby. Yeah, yeah, that they, someone that has they said, bring that up. you know, you got to come and see the baby, which um, I, I, like, I feel like Jerry's words weren't ring true here that... Everyone's more amazed. Everyone wants everyone to be as equally amazed with their baby as they are. And it's something that, like, Facebook has sort of taken over now. Like, everyone posts pictures of the baby. 
I don't want to see pictures of your baby. I know no one cares about pictures of my baby, but my wife still posts them all the time, and people like them. And what, It takes very low effort to yeah. see the baby these days. But also, no one thinks it's amazing. <laughs> you have to acknowledge, if you have a kid, no one thinks it's as amazing as you do. Yeah. If uh, if you were to post pictures of your baby to Reddit, it would be removed for low effort content. <laughs> low effort content. Unless it was Dadit, which I am subscribed to. Or, <laughs> dadit? Yeah. No, Dadit. Dadit? Yeah, D-A-D-D-I-T. Yeah, oh, okay. Reddit for dads. Get oh, okay. It. Um, and it's yeah. just, what, all pictures of their kids? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's, that and seems kind of creepy i don't upvote jack shit on dad it i'll okay. admit it. i've never posted post on no i don't i joined it thinking i'd get like dad advice and there is some stuff on there and it's just photos of their kids like look at what my kid yeah, did no it's like i joined our ranks today i'm like downvote no i'm just i don't downvote <laughs> either but i just i don't i don't i won't click on anything oh, either God, um, that sounds like hell i joined the club today yeah what I, club of the dad, dad being club? a dad yeah being a dad uh, yeah yeah I, I got inaugurated into the here's, the, here's my little girl like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and i have kids and this is the way i i still feel this way about people with kids I my don't know son got first in the pinewood derby yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't know if that's normal that's the but rush I, of adrenaline that they need <laughs> yeah but it is the way i feel <laughs> yeah um just yeah there, that's all low effort content um but so <laughs> Uh, Jerry goes to the bathroom and the phone rings once again. And now Kramer answers. The, no, I'm sorry. George is in the bathroom, not Jerry. Uh, but Kramer answers the phone this time. Uh huh. And Kramer answers it. He's like, yeah. What the Hello? Industries? What? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> this is an apartment. You got it all wrong. <laughs> George is screaming from the bathroom. Say Vandalay! Say Vandalay! <laughs> yeah. Pants down. Pants oh, around yeah. his ankles. Yeah. But he runs out of the bathroom, runs back into the living room, pants just around yeah. his ankles, trips up falls down to the floor the most pathetic little slug yeah jerry <laughs> comes back into his apartment he had left the apartment yeah. and has now come back in you, looks at the scene you want to be my latex and you want to be my latex salesman yeah <laughs> end of episode as far as i know you think the, so the only the only reference i could find to a break in the episode is at the seinfeld scripts website and this is where they break up the boyfriend part one and the boyfriend part two Okay, I mean, I'll always end on a laugh, and yeah. this would definitely make more sense. Um, but it's if, as good it's a cliffhanger as as where you think the episode ends, because now George's yeah. plan has been totally foiled, and and Keith and Elaine are going out. So he hasn't just asked for the number; they are going out, and Keith has broken up with yeah, Jerry. I can see that. I can see. I like that a little better than what I thought. Um, it, both would work. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, I don't know which. I don't know which is better. Yeah, I, I do like this. Uh, I do like ending here a, a little better than ending right after Keith asks for Elaine's number yeah. because it, like you said, it's a sitcom. If it was more drama, you'd end on the cliffhanger of if Jerry was going to say like, uh, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, I do mind, but he doesn't say that. Yeah. And the way it comes back and it comes into this scene and it's not, oh, well, actually, yeah, I don't mind. So if it was more drama, I feel like it would end the scene before. But since it is a sitcom, it does make perfect sense to end here. Yeah. So, so this is this is where it ends. So, should this be where we end part one of of our two part podcast? Yeah. Do you want to? Yeah, I think okay. that's a fine uh, idea. Uh, do you want to uh, get into the final the stand up scene, which is right after this? I have the unemployment scene after this, and that um, was the weird. Oh thing yeah, I yeah. Thought, you're right. You're and right. That was the weird thing I thought about the break too. I'm like, does that mean we pick up in the unemployment that- office? Yeah, with the new episode, or why wouldn't we pick up with a stand-up bit? You yeah, know? true. That that was that was what troubled me. Okay, so why don't the, the, the we'll talk about the unemployment? I, I only have very a, a couple lines on that. So why don't we talk about the unemployment bit and we'll come back okay. with our episode and start with the stand-up okay. bit? But George is busted. Okay, George has been busted in, uh, by by Kramer's bungling of you know not knowing exactly. about the plan. Yeah, he and George, uh, he's like getting ready to like sign the paperwork yeah. to end his unemployment <laughs> benefits, and he feigns being amazed by Mrs. Sokol's daughter. This is low, George. This is low. Yeah. I mean, this is like a new low for George. I feel like laying it on so thick about her daughter and Mrs. Sokol eating it up. I mean. Uh-huh. I feel like we'd be in more of like a shallow hal situation where everybody when when she, when do you remember, have you ever seen that with Jack oh, yeah. Black? Okay, so yeah. whenever he talked about Rosemary and even her own dad was like, "Come on, you don't have to act around me. I know she's not blah blah blah." You know, don't you feel uh-huh. like Mrs. Sokol would be a realist about her daughter? Yeah, I, I think so. But then you also hear again, this is but maybe also, out of our George is no like amazing oh. like 
picture of masculinity. That's true too. That's true too. He's not a yeah. He's no treat, even yeah. though he thinks he is. Yeah. Um, he, he's only got a peninsula of hair across <laughs> the top of his head. And, and um, but then, uh, but then also, you know, there's a stereotype that I'm not as familiar with. They may they may be playing into here. Um, uh, that maybe New Yorkers might be more familiar with the Jewish mother. Mm, I don't true. I'm I'm out of my depth here. So yeah. maybe this is a joke that as, you know, flyover country people we wouldn't get, but but New Yorkers ate up or something like that or, or maybe just Jewish people in general ate up. Could I be. have no idea. Yeah. But uh Mrs. Sokol she, uh, she's like, "You know, she doesn't even have a boyfriend." <laughs> and George is like, "Oh, you know, why do you tempt me like this?" I mean, this is so <laughs> he lays it on thicker than we've ever seen. I mean, he's getting like Shakespearean. Turn it around. I can't look. He you la- know? lays it on so thick. Yeah, yeah. That it's got three C's and a Q. Yeah, yeah. Let me just <laughs> yeah. Let me just sign these papers and get out of here. W- and, w- would you like our phone number? Yeah, yeah. And he's uh, he's like, <laughs> Again. Oh my God. I, we can't even do it justice. I know. We can't it's... do how thick he lays it on yeah. justice without like just quoting the entire scene, which I don't want to do. Right, right. <laughs> uh, and so uh, what we what we guess guess is that he gets the extension and her phone number to take her uh-huh. out a couple times, and the plan the wheels are in motion. Yeah. And uh, that's where we're going to that's end where we'll part stop one. Here, yeah. Do we want to do mailbag now, or do we want to do it at the very end? How long uh, is of, it? Of uh, two part. This it's, one's already. It's just a single email uh, from uh, from um, um, Brett, who, right. who has emailed us before. Uh, it's a couple paragraphs. I, I can read it now, or I can read it at the end of the two part. What do you Let's think? do it at the end of the two part. End of the two part. Yeah, yeah. Since Sorry, Brett. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get you next week. We got Brett. our own cliffhanger, baby. What did Brett say <laughs> next week on No Hugging, No Learning? Find out. So for No Hugging, No Learning, I'm Tim Murphy. <laughs> I'm Ted Hollowell. Be good. <laughs>